G'day everybody and welcome to our brand new podcast, Girl Power, where we talk about female leaders. I'm Rossi and that's okay. Hey mate. How are you going in this new pod? Feel really good, feel really powerful and embracing my inner feminist. <laughs> great, great. So we obviously have a podcast, we'll never be royals, where we talk about royals. We also have a healthy general interest in politics. So we did a season of What the Dictator, where we talk about dictators. And this season is called Girl Power, where we talk all about female world leaders. The caveat to this, all of this is that we don't know shit about (laughs) dictators or female world leaders. So we're going to learn about it. And while we learn about it, we're going to tell you. I really like it. And I hope that people really understand that that's the place that we come from all the time. We don't know about these things we talk about, we learn about them, and then we tell you. Yeah, and we think that um, fostering interest in things even when you don't really know is a good thing because how are you supposed to find out unless you have the interest? That's Yes, exactly. And I like to blame my public school education and that I didn't listen in high school because I was too interested in ballroom dancing, but that's not really an excuse as a 35-year-old woman. Like, if you want to know about something, then find out about it. I actually think it's a perfect excuse because we went to the same high school and it was pretty fucking tears. <laughs> yeah, we, um, good sport program though. Oh, mate, if you were into rowing, oh, eat your heart out. If you wanted to learn anything about anything else, you were fucked. Yeah, you should learn how to smoke dories in the bathroom, though. If you knew Alkay and Rossi, Alkay and Rossi went to high school together, and now Rossi lives in Melbourne, Australia, and Alkay lives in Chicago, Illinois, United States, Northern Hemisphere, former Trump country. Exactly, and so we have quite different takes on not different takes on politics, though we do have different takes on politics actually. But different, we get different news, and so it's interesting to kind of see where the two worlds collide. Today, we're kicking off this season of Girl Power with Jacinda Ardern, who is the current Prime Minister of New Zealand. Fucking love it! And can I just start with a bone to pick that I have with Jacinda specifically? Oh, I like that. Yeah, because I've been living this expat life in America for quite a long time. And when I first started doing it circa 2005, everyone was like psyched to meet an Aussie and it was also adorable and everyone loved Australia. And now since Jacinda, everyone's like, oh my God, Australia, great, fine. But New Zealand, oh my God, New Zealand, what an oasis, New Zealand. Have you been to New Zealand? Do you love New Zealand? What's New Zealand like? And it's like, fuck off. Um, also, though, New Zealand is, it's amazing. Like, I am very, I'm a very proud Aussie. But when I went to New Zealand, I was like, oh, so much better here. Yeah, I will say, and not to offend anyone, I took my American husband to New Zealand recently. And when we flew back into Australia, he was like, oh, thank God I'm back in a real country. Because it just <laughs> didn't, feel, <laughs> didn't feel real. Like, it was all a bit small. Yeah, it's very small. It's very beautiful. But they have... It's, it's so chill there. Like even the road signs are a little bit comical. Yeah, and the views are pretty amazing and you can jump off a lot of shit. Yeah. I'll just add to that. When I 
was um, residing in America for a short time in California, there was at the dance studio I worked at, there was a New Zealand guy and people legit thought he was making up the country. Like nobody knew where the fuck New Zealand was. Like honestly, Americans were like, where? Where are you from? (laughs) And you can't even point to it on a map because it always gets cuts off the map. I know, right? And obviously he didn't want to say, like, it's really offensive to confuse an Australian and a New Zealander. So he would never be like, oh, it's just near Australia. Good on him. Good on him. Anyway, so (laughs) Jacinda Ardern, she's from New Zealand. She is. Her full name is Jacinda Kate Laurel Ardern and she was born 26th of July 1980, which makes her 41 this year. Oh, doesn't that make you feel shit about the trajectory of your own life? Yep, yep, it does. But good on you, Jacinda, for doing so much before you turn 40. Good on you. Okay, so how did she, what, just tell me everything. (laughs) Okay, Um, so she's been the New Zealand Prime Minister since 2017. Okay. And she's been an MP, which is Member of Parliament, in the House of Reps since 2008. So she's been in poly for a while. Yeah, right. And they don't have um, age restrictions, right? Because I think in the US, like to run for president, you have to be, I want to say 35. 35. Yeah, but they mustn't um, have. And, and I think to be a senator, you also have to be over a certain age limit, but they mustn't have that rule. No, nah, we don't have that. Well, I don't think New Zealand has that rule. I don't think Australia has that rule. Yeah, right. Okay, good on them. So her first job out of uni was a researcher in the office of the PM, Helen Clark. So oh, God, they love a female PM down there, don't they? Yeah, they love it. They love yeah. it. Um, I, I probably should have done a bit more research into this, but New Zealand is very progressive in women's rights. They're like the first, they, they have a lot of firsts over there in New Zealand. Yeah, they were the first with the vote, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm like, I love them and I'm happy for them, but I can't help but but just feel... Um, jealous? Yeah. I'm fucking jealous. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Anyway, after Jacinda worked for Helen Clark, she went to London and worked in the Cabinet Office. So that's the office of the UK Prime Minister. Oh, mate, she loves it. Yeah, she's really good at that. Um, And while she was in London, she was also elected president of the International Union of Socialist Youth. Ooh, so she's like full socialist. Like what do they call that? Um, What's the communist symbol? Hammer and sickle? I know communism is not socialism, but play with me here. (laughs) Yes. Well, we did learn that from our Dictators podcast about the hammer and sickle. Yeah, we did. That's how I know. Yeah. Go back and listen. So after her time in the UK, she comes back to New Zealand to become an MP. And she just, like, gets elected because she's amazing? Um, she, she definitely had this profile of being young, sexy, progressive. She had a lot of press time before she became the PM. A bit like, um, you know, AOC in America? Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. So this is, this is when it gets a bit spicy. So in 2017, she won the seat of Mont Albert in a by-election. So for our American friends, maybe even some Australian 
New Zealand friends, a by-election is held not at the regular time of the election. <laughs> it's only held if the MP resigns, the current MP of that seat resigns, or if they die. Which one happened to her? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the the person who had the seat do, um resigned. I did it. Well, wouldn't you only retire if there was a big scandal though? Uh I mean, in Australia, yes. I don't know about New Zealand pol- politics enough about New Zealand politics, but sometimes they've just been in the, you know, there could be a veteran MP, they've been in there for too long. Maybe they're trying they they stay in the seat so they can get some you know, accolade or credit, and then they retire. Yeah, okay. So she's got this seat of Mont Albert. Next minute, Annette King resigns as the leader of the Labor Party, which is the party that Jacinda is is a part of. Yeah, hammer and sickle. <laughs> so, the, so the leader resigns, so they need a new leader for the party. And this was seven weeks before the election, and Jacinda was unanimously elected by her party. Wow. So she saw that opening and she fucking went for it. Yeah, but she was unanimously elected. Everybody in the Labor Party, every MP was like, yes, we want you to be the leader. That is probably absolutely unheard of. Like, what are they drinking down there? (laughs) Why are they so happy? I don't understand. Because surely some asshole would pipe up and be like, no, just to for funsies. Right, exactly. And for our American friends, again, this happens in Australia a lot. So the leader of the party becomes the prime minister, right? So we don't vote for the prime minister, we vote for the party. And so because of that, there can be a leadership spill at any time. So the party can just say, actually, we don't want you to be the leader anymore, piss off, we want this person to be the party and we would get a new prime minister. I think Americans over the last four years have been begging to have that rule because even Republicans have been like, what the fuck is he doing? And they couldn't (laughs) because they voted for him, not the party. Yeah, yeah. sorry about that. But also in um, it happened, there was a time in Australian politics when it would happen all the time and it, it was really, you know, disruptive and not good yeah like um the whole julia gillard situation yes exactly they just they, they, they kept having leadership skills it's also how um it's also how bojo became prime minister is it yeah leadership skill oh wow he's a hot mess that's for a different episode yeah but they wanted to get rid of um the other one because of brexit remember david cameron no the theresa may theresa may that's it we've gone on a bloody tangent yeah, how unusual. <laughs> so Jacinda becomes the leader of the Labor Party seven weeks before the election and then they win. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Seven weeks. Like you don't even have time to like, like did she even have a poster at that point? Like you're going to have to go to FedEx and get express print. <laughs> seven weeks. I don't think their campaigning is as hardcore as the United States election, but. Yeah, because everything's fucking perfect there. I'm so annoyed at how perfect everything is. I need to get over it. Her childhood, this is why also I think people really like her because she's just very typical New Zealand childhood. Her dad was a policeman and her mum worked in the school canteen. 
Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Is she from Auckland? Uh, no, she is from Hamilton, which is a very rural part of New Zealand. Don't ask me where. I don't know if it's in the north or south. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And her first real job was at a fish and chip shop and she had a pet lamb named Reggie. Stop it. Stop it. Not to go off on a tangent again, but I had a pet lamb once. It was called Lambert. But turns out you're not meant to feed lambs like cow's milk because they get the shits and then they die. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we might cut that out. I'm I'm tipping that's what happened to Lambert. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about all the good stuff that um, Jacinta has done has done while she's been the leader of the Labor Party. Love it. She, in her first term, she faced a terror attack. Yeah. Deadly volcanic eruption, the country's deepest recession in more than 30 years, and a global pandemic. Jesus Christ. Yep, yep. Oh, did she have a baby? And she had a baby. <laughs> so she had the baby and she went on mat leave for six weeks and there was, I don't know, they tried to beat it up in the media, but she was really good at just being like, yeah, I'm having a baby. I'm going on mat leave. Women have babies all the time. Next question. Like she really didn't want to fall into that narrative of, you know, how either how bad she was being as a prime minister or how good she was being as a female. She was just like, I don't want to, you know, she would, she would address it, but she didn't, she didn't fall into that narrative. And I, um, I think this was prior to the election, a New Zealand journalist asked her about having a baby and she was, or (laughs) no, I think it was about, yeah, having a baby. And she said, are you going to, are you asking the other candidates these questions? Like the male candidates? And he was like, no, she was like, next question. I... Love her. I love her too. But this is not a propaganda podcast, but you know. <laughs> But the, the whole world loves her, so, like, you know. Yeah, that's true. And so when she went on uh, mat leave, I know we're not meant to objectify anyone, but you need everybody needs to look up the deputy PM of, of New Zealand, Winston Peters, because he is a babe. He's like New Zealand's version of Sean Connery. Oh, oh my God. And his name's Winston. Winston Peters. Oh, um, that's so good. Hang on. Also, is Sean Connery dead? Did he die? I think he died recently. Oh, yeah, he is a babe. Bit of a silver fox. So gorgeous. Oh, my God, and he looks, look at his smile. It's really genuine. I know. Oh, let me look up if Sean Connery's dead. Hang on. Uh, yeah, date of death, October 31st, which is Halloween, by the way. In October 2020, Jacinda gets re-elected for a second term. She basically rid the whole country of COVID. She just was like, oh, yeah, pandemic, cool, done. Yeah, she she acted fast. She locked everything down and they'd gotten rid of it. And then they had this incident where it came in in like some imported bloody seafood in the ice. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and so there was a little bit of community transmission. She just locked everything down again and then, yeah, got rid of it. And actually, as we record this, she yesterday she just opened up the Australia-New Zealand travel bubble. Yeah. So you're going to go? Um, yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, I would. But not only do we love Jacinda, even um, my dad, the OG Rossi, loves her. And the world media often refer to the Jacinda effect or Jacinda mania because she's so well-liked. I just, whenever someone's universally well-liked though, I just can't help but wait for like the underbelly. And I'm not saying Jacinda has one, but like let's think about another person that's been universally well-liked. Did you watch that show Cheer? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is kind of tangential. Are you saying Cheer or Cheers? Because I've definitely seen Cheers. No, Cheer, just no S. Okay, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, this tangent's not going to make any sense, but we were just talking about this the other day. There was this Netflix show called Cheer that came out just before the pandemic and it was about this group of cheerleaders training to win the competition. It was basically a reality TV version of Bring It On. There was a hero of the story. His name was Jerry and everyone was like, fuck, Jerry's perfect. Neck minute, Jerry's in prison for child porn. So, like, I'm not suggesting that Jacinda has an underbelly, but my mind, because we've been duped so many times my mind expects the underbelly yeah I, I I agree but I think this is why Jacinda mania is a thing because she's so wholesome she's genuinely wholesome if she, if there was something you know underbelly about her it would have been revealed already and she's just she's just a good human and you know New Zealand politics is is small, so she can just kind of get on and do her job and and be a good person. Oh, that's so beautiful. Isn't it? Yeah. And she can only do two terms, right? Or can she do more? Mm, Good question. I don't know if Mm. they have that rule. So Jacinda is married. Wait, wait, wait. They're not married. They're engaged. They're not married. They're in a de facto partnership. She has a baby daddy. She has a baby daddy. And they got... Engaged after they had the baby. And isn't his name, it's Clark Gayford? <laughs> Clark Gayford. And he is a New Zealand radio and television broadcaster and he is presenter of the fishing de- documentary show Fish of the Day. Yeah, he's like the good Rex Hunt. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> what is Rex Hunt up to, by the way? I haven't heard about him since he, didn't he like rip a cyclist's finger off or something yeah he doesn't get any airtime these days he's nah, he's 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 done jacinda's baby's name is me is it spelled the irish way with a h and a seven and a nine in it or is it just like <laughs> it's spelled n-e-v-e but it is derived from that english irish n-i-a-m-h one yeah that's too much and I've got a, a, to finish off a fun fact about Jacinda. She loves to DJ and she once played at a festival in Auckland. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. She's perfect. I know. Do you know what position she plays in netball? Does that ever come up? I don't know. She's not tall, isn't she? Yeah, she's quite tall. She's probably, yeah, I reckon she'd be keeper. Okay, okay, we've got to play the first dates game. Okay, you're on a first date with Jacinda Ardern. Where would you go? What would you do? What would you wear? I think we go bungee jumping, obvi, because New Zealand. Uh, would you genuinely like to go bungee jumping? Nah, I fucking shit myself. I have no interest in 
any of that shit. The only New Zealand, I've done two fun things in New Zealand. I mean, I've done more than that, but as far as adventure sports go, I like the zorbing, you know, when you get in the big plastic ball, like you get oh, in yeah. the plastic ball and then you roll down a hill. That's really fun. And then one time in New Zealand I went to do summertime luge. You know luge where you, um, it's in the Winter Olympics, you lie down and go down a big hill? Like oh, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do that but in summertime. But just for the sake, I think bungee jumping is iconically Kiwi, right? I don't know if it was invented there but that's the first thing I think of. Um, and then we would have some hokey pokey ice cream and some is it P&L or L&P soda or some shit that they're all about? Um, anyway, so back to first date. We go bungee jumping, we eat some good food, and then we cuddle because I think nothing sexual, but I think we're just happy and we love each other and we love where we are and everything's great. Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't say what you'd wear. Oh, I'd probably just out of respect wear an All Blacks jersey, right? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, they really love that rugby, don't they? Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of Girl Power where we look at another female leader, but we're not going to tell you because we want to be a surprise. Yep, and also we haven't decided yet. Yep. If you're just discovering us, go and listen to our other potty, We'll Never Be Royals, where we talk about all royal scandal. Um check out our website alkanerossi.com we've got we've got all the things we've got youtube facebook instagram we're gonna set up a twitter so stand by and thanks for listening oh and we have a merch store oh we have a merch store please go and have a look and buy yourself some sock pants or a hoodie or whatever you want uh thanks for listening see you all of a sudden bye Hey, mate. Hey, LK. Do you ever get so busy you forget where your pants are? Yeah, sometimes. Well, I have a solution for you. Please tell me. At LKandRossi.com, we have a fully stocked merch store that includes soft pants. Yeah, and we also have a blog and links to our Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, we're so good. We bloody are. See how good we are by visiting lkandrossi.com today.